0: Hi everybody. This is Corwin and I'm James. Yay, and thank you for listening <laughs> to this movie's gay.
1: Hey guys, so there's not, you know, nothing but why you you went back into the I mic know. to do loud-ass laughs. Come on, man. This is episode 36, I think. Be I just really
2: hope I'm able to bring the same level of professionalism <laughs> as a guest that Corwin seems to be bringing.
0: Oh, that was beautiful. I mean, I was trying to do the intro for two minutes and all of that happened. So, take hello. Two. Thank you. Amazing. I love it. We're not doing a take two. That's the intro this week. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I hope everyone loves it. I think C will. C will tweet and be like, I love that intro,
1: Corwin. I thought you said Steve, and I was like, well, that person's in the room. I don't know if they go by Steve, though. He can't talk yet. No, no. More
0: of a Steven. We haven't introduced him. (laughs) More of a Steven. Speaking of Steven, since we ruined his name, we have a special guest this week, and I will allow him to do his own introducing, like the queen he is. Ciao. My name is Steven. Yes.
2: You can't see this, but jazz hands galore. No, those are spirit fingers. Uh, no,
1: uh, I know. These are spirit I know. fingers. <laughs> I have something before we get into the movie. Okay. Uh, before you guys came over, I was looking on Yahoo, and they had these mini AC units, and it made me think... I'm surprised I don't see more stupid people say... You know, global warming could be solved with all these mini-AC units, just put those outside. And then it made me think back as a child. Do you remember those sharper image ionic breeze air purifiers? Oh, yeah. I,
0: do, I, <laughs> they you were, put together
1: a bunch of words
0: that I was like... I understand the words individually, but together I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, they were
2: usually at our rich friend's house who we would immediately take our shoes off when we entered the door. But yeah, you know, I've seen a few.
0: I didn't have no rich friends growing up. I grew up in the country. Well,
1: okay, let me rephrase this. Did you ever see the commercials for these specific air purifiers that
0: I had a TV to watch? You had to play video games, dude. Okay, I, TV. Corwin, I know
2: where you're from, and you did not live the Walton's Mountainside experience. So let's calm down.
1: Yeah, you're from Cashville, Tennessee. I know that's me. Memphis. <laughs> that's
0: that's him.
2: Whoa. Do you know Young Buck? Uh, yeah, actually, he had a house in Hendersonville, which is where I'm from. Holy shit, he knows young buck. Um, after he, like, first broke through, he um, actually came into the Home Depot that I was working in, and <laughs> our manager at the time was, like, <laughs> the widest, most, like... Vanilla square 25-year-old post out of an NBA kind of like dude ever. He's like, Guys, I just met young Buck. How cool. And we're like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I would have said the same thing. Sure. His first album, straight out of Cashville, is so it baffles me. He was on he a platinum selling record label, 50 cents record label. And he's peaking constantly in this album where, I mean, they use compressing afterwards, but his microphone is always distorted. And it's like they didn't let him do a second take. The engineer wasn't like, hey, let's turn down the mic a little. It's baffling. You're the only one that talks about that, James. Hey, I guys listen to that. It's a rap album but it sounds punk rock as hell. <laughs> it does. Okay, but these air purifiers, I used to think because they would say, "Oh, our air quality is so bad," especially look at this stock footage of smog in LA, and I would always think, "Why not just put these on top of buildings and then that would purify all of the air in Los Angeles?" Ah, uh, science. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's not like trees help or anything like Ooh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> phytoplankton. Yeah. Come on.
2: Trees don't filter out all the bad stuff in the air at all. It doesn't convert carbon dioxide into oxygen.
1: No. Moss don't do shit. You want to know no, what we should do?
0: phytoplankton.
1: I know how to solve this. Moats around every building. Put that plankton in there. First
2: of all, I think moats are underutilized to begin with. So if that was your joke.
1: I would agree. <laughs> I, you came to the wrong spot.
0: <laughs> we we are moat lovers. No, you know, I, no I'm being
1: serious because, you know, people will be like, well, why don't you put pools on the top of buildings? No, no, no. I'm afraid of leaking roofs. So the moat, moat is just a pool around the building. Exactly. Swim, swim away. Well, no, no. It's not for. Sw- Can well, you swim no, 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 with no. The ultimate power
2: move, though, is you have the infinity 360 degree rooftop pool and the moat.
1: Yes. So the water's draining into the moat sure wait i don't know what a three because an infinity pool goes off the edge right
2: yeah i mean haven't you seen that photo of that like they're supposed to be having that one in london or somewhere something somewhere and everyone's just like okay but how do you get into the pool because it's (laughs) the entire rooftop is just the pool
0: like (laughs) you get into a little pool in the level below it and then you swim up into a tunnel
2: See, I assumed it's like you got into this chamber beneath it. Yes. And then
0: you pull a lever
2: and it like reverse toilet flushes you
1: up into the pool. (laughs) Well, or it all it would do is it would drain water (laughs) and (laughs) then you can swim to the top. It it doesn't need to propel you. It's like
2: the life of a piece of poop in reverse. You just like (laughs) get funneled up into it. I've experienced that, guys, before. (laughs) The human is the poop.
0: Uh, oh, is this yeah. the segue
2: into our into our movie?
0: <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, my God. So we... Uh, Sorry,
2: spoiler alert. I just have one note that
1: is so much poop. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of poop, which I have a note on that as well. This Can minute, I get into
0: that? Before this that, minute? we
1: haven't even talked what the movie is. Bye-bye. They know the it's title. Nine
0: minutes in, and we're finally saying the title. I mean, the Working episode is far. labeled the title, but I want to say it. So the movie that we watched this week is "Can You Ever Forgive Me?" from 2018. I cannot. I cannot. I'm aware of that, Stephen. So Melissa you know McCarthy
1: is and a I'll star role. Die knowing it. And <laughs> just kidding, I won't die. Her house has a bunch of flies, and she thinks it's an exterminator problem. We find out her house smells apartment, I should say, because there's a bunch of cat duty underneath her bed yeah. and. I have to
2: say, like, I was kind of thrown off by that at first, because it didn't outwardly look like a hoarder ass home, no, really. The so home the looked- fact with the thing with the flies, I was like, okay, where is, where is the thing going?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it showed around, like, there wasn't a lot of clutter and stuff like that. So you're like, oh, hmm. her house is probably fine. And then they just showed up and they are like, oh, God, it smells. And you're like, whoa, did she not... Can she
1: not smell? Oh, well, we... She's uh, become nose blind. Did think the cat had passed away.
0: Multiple times. I so, uh. Before we get any further, I do want to point out that if you are familiar with the website, Does the Dog Die? Whatever the website is. You should you use it for this movie. There is a moment with an animal, a precious pet, that James had to close his eyes and Steven and I...
1: Got through it to the best of our abilities. Because I'm I'm afraid of Frank's mortality recently. He's getting old. He doesn't act like it. We thank you for that, Frank. Keep screaming at us every morning and night. <laughs> so before you watch the movie, you should
0: know that that does happen. So proceed with caution. Yeah, later
1: on in the movie... But um, it's easily like two but thirds of the way Before we into get into
0: anything about uh, notes I, about I, no, the movie, I there was, is a segment that we do yes, but that I'm, I love. I haven't finished
1: my note yet. Oh my God. When you weren't f- supposed to give a note. I will be right here in the home, and the kitty litter box is in the other side of the home. Frank will just make the tiniest poop, and you can smell it from there. Yes. How this person wasn't smelling duties underneath the bed is baffling yeah but she's she's also like
2: deep into alcoholism and a lot of times that can cause damage to your other senses so i'm pretty
0: sure she just couldn't smell like i'm pretty sure she could not smell at all at that point yeah so anyway my favorite segment which i don't even know if the listeners like it but i love it is to get our guest to do a quick synopsis
1: of the movie as the person who edits this, I might not like it.
0: Yes, win-win for Corwin. <laughs> okay, so
2: I am just like, how brief of a synopsis, please how detailed do you want to? D- three as brief sentences. As you want three
1: sentences? Please. You, you can make
0: it longer than three sentences. Hit the major points of the movie, and that's it.
1: Um. Okay. Let just me... do a tagline, please.
0: Don't listen to James.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sad literary lesbian cons the best of them and can you ever forgive me?
0: <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was that was real brief. That was Sad, one of literary the literary
2: alcoholic lesbian Melissa McCarthy has said goodbye to Mike and is saying hello to all these lies.
0: <laughs> uh, I love that one. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, basically it's about a real life person. It is Lee Israel. Lee Israel. And it's based off the book that she wrote about herself. And yeah, she's a an author who writes biographies, basically. And it's about her literary forgeries that she (laughs) does. Spoiler alert, she's a biographer. She's a biographer. And then she wrote an autobiography. Oh, wow. Spoiler
2: alert for a real life person who existed before this podcast.
0: We don't do spoiler alerts in this podcast. We just tell the movie.
1: So while Corwin was doing that summary that he just did, kept looking at me. I'm... I'm just looking at you, making eye contact I, like a conversation. You were conversation. looking at me like
0: you wanted to say something, no. and I was like, I'm gonna keep going, James. No, to I'm gonna keep
2: going. A lot of us often want to say something too, and we're
0: just staring at you. I mean, good luck. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> if you gonna come for me, B. <laughs> Stephen, are you in Macbeth? Uh, no,
2: okay. Uh, I, uh, but I've worked with uh, the theater company several times, and Corwin and I actually used to live together. So, yeah. Whoa. So,
0: Stephen. <laughs> Steven knows me, and we also went to school together. Mm -hmm. Actually, I want to talk about, so when we got here, I was introducing James and Steven, and I was like, this is Steven with a V, (laughs) and James made a joke, and I'll let Steven (laughs) continue the story, because it's Uh, actually how we met.
2: Okay, so the joke that he kind of offhandedly, James offhandedly made was, oh, do you spell it with a V the correct way? And Corwin, you know, kind of lost his shit a little bit because I had transferred into the program that we both graduated from. Theater um,
0: department, yes. theater program. University
2: of Memphis. Um, oh, oh, fancy. Oh, BFA. <laughs> BFA, so I'm a real artist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the first day, like, I had transferred in as a junior and I was having to take a, like a couple of, like, lower level, like, sophomore classes just to fill in some gaps because of the requirements for the program. And I would have
1: done a middle finger to them and said "fuck off." Well, you know, I was trying to get that four-year degree so I could
2: get better jobs. And jokes on me, those don't exist. Um, <laughs> community college. <laughs> I went to community college first and got my associate's degree, but I wanted that bachelor's at the time. Should have um, stayed there, got a certificate. I did get my certificate, but I went into a bachelor's oh, degree, so I transferred. Man, you're
1: being lied to by the American dream. Oh, don't I know it? Oh,
2: preach. Anyway, um, (laughs) anyway, not anyways, as the movie pointed out. So I transferred in, it's like my very first day, the very first class I have set foot in, in this program. And my academic advisor just so happens to be the teacher for this class. And because I was living in like another part of the state and going to a different school and working full time and all that stuff, I really never had a chance to come out and meet him in person. All of our interactions had been through email, not even a phone call yet so I'm meeting him for the first time in this class and he's going through like, you know, the first day of like class administrative paperwork bullshit. Oh, sorry. We allowed to curse my bad. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Okay, cool. Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's doing all that stuff and he's like, and just to kind of preface more of this story, I go by my middle name. Steven is my middle name, but on like, you know, of course all like the school paperwork and stuff. It keep it kept popping up as William. So he was like jotting a note for his semester notes um, that I go by Steven. He's like, uh, do you spell it with a, a V or a PH? Oh, I almost forgot the most important part. This instructor's name is Steven as well with a PH. And, you know, he's an older gay man himself. And of course, I being like, oh, it's my first day in the apartment. I'm going to make a I'll just make a strong and first impression, whatever. I'll make a, I'll make an offhanded, sarcastic joke. And he's like, you spell Steven with a PH. And I just go, uh, never. I spell it the correct way with a V. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and I of course am thinking like oh this joke is gonna kill it's gonna land whatever I look around everyone is like awkwardly avoiding eye contact with both me and the professor and then I look up at him and he's got that kind of like in your street dude so you may not understand this reference entirely there's this certain look that gay men will give either each other or just anyone who's like really shaded them wrong of like oh really <laughs> Oh, okay. And this is just all over his face. And he's just like, oh, is that the correct way? And I'm just like, and at this point I'm like, well, you've already, you've already started digging the hole. Might as well commit. Uh, And I was like, oh, yes. P.H. is not, should never be pronounced Stephen, Stefan, or something like that. And (laughs) like, of course, months later, as I get to know everyone, they're all like, no lie. That was like one of the funniest things I'd ever see. I just didn't think it was appropriate to laugh. And I was like, (laughs) you sons of bitches just left me out there to like hang myself on my very first day in this program.
0: I was one of them sons of bitches just sitting there. <laughs> except I wasn't avoiding eye contact. I was just sitting there smirking like a little shit that I am.
2: Well, of course, all the all the baby gays in that class were secretly like, mm, you went there, girl.
0: I was one of the baby gays in the class. Mm-hmm. That was before I was myself. <laughs> <laughs> you were very quiet then actually what an apt way to put that you I will s- commend myself you for were that. so
2: quiet and reserved uh I when we all first met you and then you came out of your shell and introduced us to the real you and you know the world's regretted it ever since you know it's it's our own fault not to victim blame but we were asking for it so
0: <laughs> you had it coming Stephen.
1: <laughs> we had it coming all along <laughs> But you were talking about that that face gay men will give you. Oh. You... The, the, only, the only face queer people give me, at least in my experience, is fucking come on, James. Yeah. And then, you know. TC gives me that same face all the time. <laughs> There's usually a lot more malice with TC, but. And then, you know, of course, when they started addressing you with their eyes, yes. With malice. <laughs> you want to know what? Anissa probably gives me the face you were talking about. <laughs> For sure. (laughs) (laughs) You get that face a lot, James. It's fine. Yeah, because I'm a maniac. Oh, my God. It's like,
2: I want to sexually objectify you, but I'm angry about it.
0: (laughs) Is that the face, Steven? I don't think that's That's the the, face. That's literally
2: what the description you you gave sounded like, of like, whoa, (laughs) that undressing with your eyes, but malice, like, I'm attracted and angry about it. I think you're mixing up
0: our descriptions, because my description was more like, the fuck you doing, James? Yeah, I oh, gotcha. you yeah, No, my that's God. what I
1: said. There was no undressing of eyes. Corwin has never done that to me. I never know for a fact. in my life. I once tried to Never in ask, all my years. I think it was the first eating out. I made a joke of saying Corwin because there were friends rating each other of just like, hey, Do you think, like, I'm good looking, not even in a sexual way? And I asked that to Corwin, could not even get the question out. And he said, nope, not going to say, not even going to say yes or no to this, James. No, no, no. And I was like, wow, thank you so much, Corwin. I mean, I know you
0: have some self-image issues so I'm not going to add or detract from those no
1: it was just a joke though and you were
0: uh. I'm sorry
2: I love that it had the context of like I didn't want to make you feel bad or better about yourself
0: (laughs) that describes me to a T except when I laugh apparently people enjoy that and I will
1: continue doing that for you I'm gonna yeah. tickle you to make you laugh all the time get over here I keep wanting to tickle Nicole but she won't let me so I have I was nowhere just to giving the look to James again I, I have the, nowhere to, fuck, to put James. this energy like it's energy that wants to come out like this there's nowhere to put it Frank, Frank doesn't tick it' right, what's, doesn't, what's Frank.
2: the what's the um from committee dell'arte, Arlequino, is that it? The, the lecherous old man? That was literally the hand movement we had to learn for it.
0: He would be a great lecherous old man yeah. character. Get you a big old mask. Frank doesn't giggle, so it, it's just scratching him. Well, we need to get you on stage in a big old lecherous old man mask.
1: Can I tickle them? Also, I'm from Muskegon. Muskegon's famous for their tickling. I've heard, and that's I'm sorry, wait setting. Wait, did I tell you that? You did. Oh, we've had this conversation. You said there was a whole documentary. documentary There's about a documentary it. on HBO about tickling, yeah. and we know we found this out because someone Nicole works with one day says, "Hey, you're from Muskegon, right?" And Nicole says, "Yeah," and then goes, "There's a tickling documentary, and your town is prominently featured in it." So. <laughs> D- did- okay. this wasn't on the podcast though no because would yes I it was no but me going into detail about it i would yes. have remembered editing it it we- was in one of the very first episodes oh oh no i i had recently talked about this to someone and i think it was before a recording i record too many podcasts quick thing mma is very popular in muskegon in order for people to i guess pay to like Make a living wage, but also do this. There's like a black market. Oh no, I'm familiar with this documentary. Like it was, it was (laughs) like
0: I've I've seen it.
1: (laughs) I've not seen it, but like it was a it
2: was made a big splash a few years back because um it was this one of these like kind of like really well hidden secret fetishes within the gay community. And when it first like started getting like a lot of attention a few years ago, we were all kind of like, wait, this is a joke, right? Oh no, this is real. People, okay. And then apparently has, like, this all whole, like, seedier side to it where, like, a lot of these, like, young, attractive men who are, like, trying to make it big in, like, professional sports and stuff like that. uh, But, like, are having to, like, you know, work these crummy little shitty jobs to make ends meet will get, like, lured into going and doing this, like, this weird, like, tickle fetish porn.
1: Yeah. And then get blackmailed. And it happened to a friend of my sister's baby daddy. It's very far removed, but... Wow. Yeah. The journey of that statement. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I didn't
0: love that journey. I love that journey for you. So, off to tickling. uh, (laughs) Back to the movie that we watched after 25 minutes into the podcast. I know it's common. And I am detracting from that commonality by trying to... You're adding
1: to it right now. (laughs) By saying, I I
0: love that part in the movie where she's working and just drinking on the job and just telling her coworkers to fuck off. Oh, they opened
2: opened strong with that. They
0: opened very strong. And then her, I guess, supervisor, boss or whatever was like, what?
1: And she told him to fuck off too. And then turns around and, uh uh-oh, it's Boss she didn't daddy. even say,
0: "Uh oh." She was just, she just turned around and she was like, "What?" That's the look that she gave, and he just told her to back up, and she lost her job, and that's what led her towards Forgery. forgeries.
2: Although I have to be, what was she? What was the job she was doing at the start of the f- movie? It looked like
0: she was like
2: I was really confused. Blacking
0: out. Things. She was redacting. redacting documents.
2: Gotcha. That's what it was. Okay. I was really confused. I was just like, "What is going on here?" I'll be honest, I also was a little confused. I couldn't quite figure out if it was in the 70s or 80s. 1991. Oh, 91? Yeah, it says that
0: right up top. Okay, well. I do know at one point there was like a very modern looking bus, and I wonder how long those buses have been in uh, transit, but it looked very modern.
1: We'll break it down frame by frame, guys. Don't worry, we'll have a follow-up next week on the podcast. We will not at all, because I will forget and James won't do it. I mean, those
0: are things that I do. I do follow-ups. You do a lot of follow-ups, but you won't remember to do the follow-up on about the bus. Or oh, no, when I to. edit You've it. got too many things yeah, to that's do. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah.
2: But yeah. no, I do have a. I have a similar note about that one scene where I just like, I literally in quotations, oh, fuck off.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's my, <laughs> that's my first note. <laughs> fuck off. If, Great.
2: Like, for <laughs> the intention of the scene is her just to yell at everyone, oh, fuck off
0: that leads into her just being very, very rude, which I relate to that. I also have written down as uh, a note
2: Corwin-level dramatic exit
1: that she made (laughs) with the dumping of the ice cubes and everything. And I'm so glad she did that because Uh, I was afraid, because it would have just been bad screen time. She should have made
2: eye contact with someone, dumped the ice, put the glass in her purse. The
0: glass she brought with her... (laughs) <laughs> to drink on the job with. She, before she made eye contact, too, she downed her whole drink, yeah. too. She was like, I'm done <laughs> drinking this, dumping the ice in this trash can. You can take that out, big boy.
1: Yeah. I, I just want to say, I'm glad she dumped that out because for continuity, she would have had just water inside her bag if they didn't add that I mean, it extra was winter flavor. in New York
2: City.
0: It might have it not melted that quickly. <laughs> but also, who puts ice in their bag like that? Just... Put it in your mouth and spit it in his face.
1: No, but what I'm saying is a worse movie. Another movie we might have done. They might not have had that extra care for continuity to dump it out. I mean, I thought she was gonna take the
0: glass, chug it, and then throw it. Oh, break! That would have been also. I was secretly hoping
2: we would see a great Bojack Horseman reference and her just say "suck a dick, dumb shits" as she walked out (laughs) with the middle finger, both middle fingers up. But it would have been a little anachronistic.
0: Little after her time, though she would have been able to pull it off. She oh, absolutely. was wonderful in that sense. Sarah Lynn would
2: have been proud.
0: <laughs> R.I.P. So R.I.P. indeed. Yeah, this movie is great because it's showing a real-life uh, lesbian author, and it's not trying to make her likable when she didn't want to be likable.
2: Yeah, I really, I really did appreciate that they really leaned into what a mess she was. I mean, I have like, when she's like getting ready for that dinner party, whatever, I just put, I are done. saddest lipstick lesbian attempt ever. Um, <laughs> Cause like, she like globs it on with a quick swipe and then literally takes her finger and like rubs it back and forth. Like when you see a little kid trying to brush his uh, teeth with his finger In that kind of motion, I was just like, all right, yeah, you do you, girl.
0: That's a a look. That dinner party that featured Tom Clancy being a dick. Oh, my God.
2: I literally put Tom Clancy colon what a schmuck.
1: Did we know before she's talking to the agent later on? Did we know that was Tom Clancy right away? I think that was the real Tom Clancy, to be quite real, honest. Tom no, Tom Clancy died. A yeah, while he died. Did he? Yeah, like yeah, maybe girl. five years ago.
0: Who played him? Because straight up looked like also, Tom Clancy. Because you
2: know you had the um, the closed captioning on. It did literally say it's Tom a, Clancy yeah.
1: colon whatever he
2: was saying in the background. Oh, that,
1: I just thought I it said Tom, so I was like, who the fuck is this Tom dude?
2: Cruise, Tom
1: Cruise. It's Tom Cruise? Jones. Tom Jones. Whoa. For real? Tom Waits as well? No, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, You, you shit. misheard me.
2: Tommy Lee Jones.
1: If it were Tom Waits, we wouldn't have been able to understand That's him. true.
2: And to be fair, it could have just been Tommy Lee. He didn't pull out his penis, so we're not sure. I thought
1: you meant Tommy Lee Jones at first. Oh,
2: no. I was. I had moved on to Tommy Lee.
1: Yeah. Well, you said Tommy Lee, then you said I Tommy mean, Lee no. Jones. I, if so... Tommy
2: Lee Jones wants to pull out his penis, I'm not going to say no.
1: Oh, man. Chip Hazard, guys. From Small Soldiers. Oh God, that's right. He does do the voice of him. I really want to start a Small Soldiers podcast where it's just every single episode we watch Small Soldiers. I would murder you. <laughs> so I will
0: never be on that podcast. Oh, well, I would, I would do one episode because I do enjoy Small Soldiers, yeah. but just the one episode and then I would murder you if oh, you're I, to get me on again.
1: I will not task another person to be a co-host. I will take this burden of watching this. It would be like a... Once a month for one year Oh god Small Soldiers is so good guys Even the video games And the board game I have the board game if you want to play it sometime So can
2: you ever forgive me yeah
0: Yeah so can you ever forgive me Sorry that wasn't Tom Clancy But it was Tom Clancy He looked like him But it wasn't Because he has been dead Which means he's looking like a snack (laughs) He's dead (laughs) Looking like a snack Okay And then I'm glad that she showed the mostly used rolls of toilet paper that were still in the cabinet and stole them. <laughs> but then was like, question, why do you, why have-, do you have these? <laughs> because that would be that. That's, oh, I know.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I put that like full roll of toilet paper, white lady nonsense. Like immediately, I thought of several, like, like several, I've met this woman who like, that would be her response of like, well, so the guests have a full roll of toilet paper. And it's like, okay that's super
1: anal but whatever it would make sense if she had maybe three at most but to have so many half roles because they weren't even half how many parties are you throwing I think that
2: was kind of the other that was why I was that was included to like kind of show like how much Lee Israel is really not being included in this literary world the way the rest of them at that party are I mean because you heard like all the other writers they were super pretentious and like oh, it was very macabre, blah, blah, blah. like that whole kind of critical analysis, which is perfectly fine and valid, but like it was one of those more elitist, like I get high off my own fart fumes kind of like, you know, you know what I mean? Kind of like pretension.
1: Stuck up pretension. I don't yes. get writer's block blocks writer's me. I just have the stamina to
2: sit down and get it done, darling.
0: That makes me want to punch him in the face. Yeah. Can
2: we Look, like, he's dead. can I get a necromancer up in here to revive his ass just so I can punch him in the face for that comment? Ah, uh, yes. Victor <laughs>
1: Sepulchrum, My character is a necromancer on hidden and Crit. Oh
0: my God. So yeah. yes, she steals the toilet paper and then steals someone's coat. I know. I, I love she that moment. She steals a lot. I was like, get
2: it, bitch.
0: (laughs) It's funny that we've got two prominent queer characters and both of them are mess and they both are there to do crime and steal things.
2: I kind of love the parallel between them being such hot messes and it being set in a time where the kind of, I think, general (laughs) public stereotype of the community was that we were all just hot fucking messes who didn't have our shit together.
0: (laughs) It's like, we're leaning into the stereotype, (laughs) y'all. It's We're reclaiming
2: this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming
2: my time. (laughs) Reclaiming my
0: stereotype. I did love... I haven't seen a portrayal of someone being that much of a hot mess in a while. I mean, plenty of our movies that we've watched, they've been a mess in a sense. But this one was like... The, truly it unapologetically took- a mess though <laughs> yes and
2: that's what was great about it you know they didn't pull any punches like they showed her warts and all throughout this movie
0: yeah i said while you're we watching it wow she is so so rude i am so surprised she hasn't been caught by now just because of how rude she
2: yeah, is no she was insane i did de- i love that like after she left that party though her like shit spiral of a life really started going down the tank like going oh, down the tubes. Yeah. It
0: With was the cat and not being able to pay rent for three
1: oh months. God, and like I have something on both of that. Is this how things used to work? Because being three months late in rent would never happen here. Well, it wouldn't happen in New York now any but like, you know, back
2: then like rent control and all of that stuff was so much more common still and You know, like...
0: Her landlord was in the building.
2: Yeah. Like... And also, think about, like, the culture around, like, rental agreements and lease laws and all of that stuff has changed so dramatically. I mean, that was almost 30 years ago now.
0: But also, having lived with someone that wasn't paying rent, it is a lot harder to evict someone than most people think. Okay. Wow. Really? It wasn't you. I know. I know. Girl, I know.
1: (laughs) Do vets have balances? You've gotta pay. Yeah, but you pay it after... Well, just
2: like any other doctor visit. Like, if you don't have insurance, they'll be like, all right, we'll go and see you, and then we'll bill you. Like, we'll we'll prorate you and bill you later. And, like, it is then your... It's like any other bill, like a student loan even. It's like, okay, we're going to give you this service or whatever you need under the guise that you're signing this agreement that you're going to pay us.
1: Oh, I've just... Whenever we take Frank to the vet, we have to pay right away.
2: I mean, there are a lot of places that do that now because places have gone under from letting okay. people pay after the service, you know, and then never getting their payment.
1: We're going to start telling them, "Hey, talk to Frank about payment." Yeah. Frank God, got Frank. the doctor visit, not me. Then he'll go, heh," hey, hey, I don't have a job." And then I'll scurry out because he's feeling okay now. His job is to look cute for you. Why aren't you paying him? He gets paid in a house above his head and much food.
0: Um, Frank I'm going to talk to you about your contract We need to rework that with James uh, Speaking of
1: contracts uh, Someone is finally in a play I'm Thank in a me. play But it wasn't from you It was I from our your wonderful agent. guest
0: Brian Fruits Who I brought on to the podcast uh, As well <laughs> And when am I seeing
2: 10% of this cut Oh yeah you. It should be in the mail 10% of zilch is
1: No hold on you're getting exposure correct I need 10% of uh, that exposure. Uh, yes. Um, how, the ultimate paycheck. Did you not see my Instagram exposure. takeover
0: for Saltbox Theater Collective? No. Why didn't you look at my Instagram takeover? Because I put our podcast stuff all over it. Good. That's 10% of exposure for you. Yeah,
1: but uh, also, shout out Marshland Monster. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Shout out uh, Hit It in credit oh my god i haven't been on it yet i've got to do voices for it and then i'll shout it out but you'll just be a character on it i'm just kidding i would i like that show so i would shout it out anyway like yeah. right now it's being shouted out in a sense but yeah, it is oh my Woo. god if i was doing voices on it that would be
1: funny we would just have you as i guess you could just be npcs that would probably be easier yeah yeah. Instead of having to draw up a character and figure out what Why your would background it, is. Why would I do that? Because I'm just
0: coming on to do funny voices and not funny voices, but good voices. The best voices, James. Come on.
1: Actually, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would like to reconsider this because if you talk anything above this, it will bleed into everyone else's mics because they are quiet little boys. So I have to crank their mic so much. So you'd much. have to record me in the background. You would. You would have I'd headphones be in the closet. On. Yes, and you would be in a different. No, you would have to be in a different room.
0: I'd have to be in a different apartment. Yes, I'm too loud. No, I'm used to holding back on the mic when I'm speaking. I can talk quietly. I can do voices quietly. Ooh, the
1: quiet boys will appreciate it. <laughs>
0: So, anyway, that movie. Yes, she's rude. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, but Uh, you know what?
2: She did give us one of the gifts, cinematic gifts, that is truly, possibly the greatest gay dive bar ever recorded in cinema.
0: Beautiful, yes. I
2: want to go to that bar. I do, too. I love a good divey bar, and especially a good divey gay bar, because I feel like they're hard to find.
0: I have a few quotes. So, we... We do have a gay character who is prominent in the movie as well. Jack Hawk. And... Who was a real good... Who, real dude, apparently. Real dude. He passed away due to medical complications of the time, which you can guess what those probably were. If it did the... No, I don't
2: know. Um, <laughs> HIV and AIDS complications. It's pretty implied. It was weird because like... They, they never said it, but it was one reference at the very end when they meet up again. Um, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, I found that a little, oh, okay. That kind of came out of nowhere. It's like, did you guys include it just for the one joke of, well, you did fuck your way through all of me.
0: <laughs> I know and that was the only reference to him. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Cause they, he didn't, out, they didn't outright say Well, like because that... there
2: was no mention of like any concern while he was like out courting that one, like hot young dude um sorry there's a there's a cat um uh but yeah no anyway though the dive bar is fantastic i hope to i mean i'll go to an equivalent of it when i'm in new york in a few
1: weeks so yeah cubbyhole shout it out can i say something about that guy yeah sure smoking in movies makes a character cool i have this note down twice his introduction was
0: Oh, my God. Lee, uh, trying to remember what, where she knew where, him from. Yeah. And the party. Because she's like, something happened at that party. She I can't remember. remember. And you know. then she's like, you, you're the guy that pissed, pissed in, in the closet. closet.
2: Pissed in the closet. And he's like, Ruined what? thousands no. of dollars worth of furs. These old, rich, like hoity-toity white women had all that were angry and just livid that their, their expensive, disgusting furs were reeking of piss and they said it was so bad that dogs followed them home through the streets
1: of new york (laughs) that happened to my friend what a friend who we don't like was staying the night at his house they got drunk and in the middle of the night he was in his room sleeping and he hears the door open and then someone walked towards his closet and he's like dude what are you doing and the drunk person was like oh man i'm i'm going to the bathroom and he's like you're not in the bathroom yeah yeah man and he starts like trying to pee into this closet
2: yeah i'm not gonna lie if i ever have any of my friends who are drunk enough to start doing that i'll resist it but i'm gonna want to just well just haul off and slap you or punch you in the face
1: i think he did also try to also pee on the bed so there's layers to this story the face that's
0: disgusting
2: I mean, if you're into that, whatever, I don't kink shame. Be a a better drunk. Hold your liquor better, y'all. I mean, for real, though, while we're at it, let's give this PSA. Some of y'all get too damn messy when you've been drinking. It's time to go home,
0: boo. Steven has seen me at the messiest drunk that I've ever been. Yeah, but that was pretty entertaining. I didn't even pee in a closet. Come on, y'all. No, you did
2: not. You did fall down the stairs after
0: Thanksgiving that one day, but. Yes, I wasn't even drunk that day. I just fell down the stairs. I I fell down the stairs a lot. Are you sure you weren't a little drunk? Yeah. Girl, you've
2: been partying with Terry and Nick. Are you sure you weren't a little drunk?
0: Yeah. Mm. Hey, guys,
2: just be straight edge
0: like me. And then you remember the time we got back from Memphis? We drove back and I was completely sober and I fell down concrete stairs at that point. That's true. I'm just real bad at stairs, y'all. You're just talented. I'm talented at stairs. How come
1: you haven't fallen up or down the stairs? you have to I come have here? I have tripped
0: down your stairs many uh, times. Uh, oh,
1: because I don't see you go no, downstairs.
0: You don't. And also you walk in front of me going up. So you don't see me tripping up either. Oh my God. Sorry. I just remembered one other note about like the
2: introduction of Jack Hawk. It's when he and uh, Lee are both talking about, they couldn't remember if this one woman they knew was dead or had moved to the suburbs. Cause <laughs> as he said, <laughs> I can never tell which one is which. Um, I get the mix up all the time. And then he was like, oh, she got married, married and had twins, and Lee just without even the slightest hint of anything other than just dry deadpan delivery. <sighs> Better to have died. Beautiful. <laughs> Which, like,
0: is a real mood lately. You know, and as far as, like, her crimes go, I'm not even mad about them. You go ahead and forge those literary oh, you, letters. To, you, you bamboozled famous-
2: and swindled rich, pretentious white people? Oh, what a crime.
0: What a crime. She didn't go to jail, though. She had five years probation and Why, lady house arrest.
2: White privilege is a real thing.
1: I'm surprised she didn't take those letters and then publish them as a satirical book. She talks about the letters in her
0: book that but she wrote just about like, her
2: autobiography. Oh, she's always pretty, up for, I think she in the book she was pretty upfront. She's like, I'm proud of the work I did. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she said she was a
1: better Dorothy Parker than Bo- Dorothy Parker. Yeah. So, so why not take those 400 pages? Because I think she was also either taking pictures of them or screen grabbing them. Oh, but she would have thrown them away when the government said, yeah. don't destroy any evidence.
2: <laughs> don't destroy any evidence. Cut to her literally getting rid of every piece <laughs> of evidence.
0: And that was real. That was the real that thing was that real. she did. She
2: did it. Which it's like, are y'all stupid? You just told someone... Here's your court summons. Don't destroy any of the evidence. Just bring it with you. Like She destroyed all that evidence. There was a story of- I
0: love at the end that I think it sort of points to her being so proud of it whenever she saw that letter that she wrote in that shop being sold for $2,000. And she wrote a letter like, oh, got ya. Got (laughs) him. Yeah. Got him. Got him. What story were you- Starting to discuss. It doesn't matter. Okay. So I also have, let's see. You can be an asshole when you're famous. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was a great one. You can be an asshole when you're famous, but when you're unknown, you can't be such a bitch,
0: Lee. Yes. And Lee saying... We broke up because she wanted things. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, her
2: girlfriend at the time wanted an honest, healthy, adult, functioning relationship. And Lee was like, yeah, that's going to be a no for me, dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm tapping out, bro. Jack Hawk flirting with the server. Oh, my God. How sweet is is your your cinnamon roll? roll? Uh, Although I was a little
2: thrown with the flirt back of like, I mean, if you don't eat it, I will. I'm like.
0: Yeah, I was like, "What? What? Okay. He he hit and he hit. It wasn't a miss that time. I know. Well, no, it was just that,
2: I was like, I mean, if you don't need it, I'll eat it myself. I'm like, so if he doesn't, you're going to blow yourself? Is He's that implying he's very talented. flexible
0: and he's got a long dong. I mean, good for him. And then I have her apart. Her apartment is disgusting. We just need to point that out again. It was disgusting. Disgusting. Poop under the bed. Disgusting. I have something to say oh.
2: after. <laughs> oh, also, before we get back to like the severity of the grossness of her apartment though that one drag performance and that like upscale gay bar i just have sasha Valor in 40 years question mark
0: yes do you see
2: what i mean though i would mean it was like giving me some like regal sasha Valor in her 60s vibe like
0: it was a good performance it was a great performance the club singing i just wanted, it to, was like... I wanted
2: to give a shout out to how phenomenal like you talk like old school drag like that is Like, it was just so perfectly encapsulated in, like, that brief
1: scene. Also, the subtitles were not problematic. They labeled that person as woman. Yay! I I appreciated that. I did notice that, yes. So, after her and Jack drink for the first time, they're like, oh, the day's young. They have an establishing shot using the moon to show it's nighttime. Mm -hmm. However, the moon can be out during the day. You shouldn't use that as an establishing shot that it is now nighttime. Just show the nighttime. Yes. Okay. Not even gonna yes and this. You want so on mostly speaking Sentai, it's a comedy series, Car Ranger. We have a rule that it's nothing but yes and we can't know. I'm sorry, rule. yeah. I'm sorry, Corwin, you're not allowed on this series. woo. Because you are kidding. famously for no stop. <laughs> that is your improv style on this show. It's no and maybe. No, 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 no. You are straight up no James move on to There's the next subject. Especially actually
0: backstage during Macbeth when we were getting ready for the show and stuff. One of the days when we had two shows, so we were just kind of hanging out. They were talking about doing a an improv troupe that was just no and maybe. And that was their whole thing. And for some reason, when they started talking about it, I thought I heard them say Corwin. And I was like, what? And they were like, well, this fits you. It's like, yes. Yes, it does.
1: I don't even... How would no and maybe even... I know there's no but. You're you're
2: overthinking
0: it.
1: You're I overthinking know. it too much. Because I'm trying to go with the bit and no, figure it, it
2: out. No,
0: but you're... No. <laughs> and back to this movie. Yes. I'm all out of notes. I wow, have I took another a lot note that it's not my job anymore to talk you off the ledge. It's exhausting. I just God, want to give a special time. yes. Shout out to that. That was a, a wonderful moment. Yeah. I understand people that do like want partners and things that take care of them in the sense of their mental issues and or health and all of that. But it's not necessarily your partner's job. You need to take care of yourself as yeah. well just gotta say, yeah no Your absolutely. Welcome world I I the yeah there's more
2: you know and then my last
0: note that I've got is I can't specifically say I regret any of my actions, which is oh. a very real me moment, yeah I have that it
2: was um a what a depressing rallying speech in the eleventh hour like <laughs> like it was a really good effective speech, but I was like, my god, this is like It was just another really great example of like her, them showing just kind of like the true messiness and like kind of ugliness of like metaphorical ugliness of this character and that she's like a really murky, like three-dimensional character. And like, you know, she's not perfectly polished. And, you know, just because she's a writer, she doesn't have like the perfect little blurb or like her lawyer a couple of times would be like, Lee, uh, are you sure you want to, are you sure you want to go with this speech right now? And I thought, like, the way she had that final end of, like, you know, it was weird. You know, she started off with that prepared speech, and then she, like, went off on this tangent she wasn't planning to go on. And then at the end, like, she brought it back together into focus, and it was almost like we were watching someone sundown a little bit.
0: It was beautiful. It was really beautiful. Do you have any other notes that you'd like to... Uh Throw out into the world. Any important notes. Um, I mean, they I can mean, be too. I got really too. excited
2: that Mark Evan Jackson pops up as her as her lawyer in the end. I think he's a really great modern. For those of you uh, who don't know actor, who that is. character it's, actor. It's uh Kevin from Kevin, Kevin Cosner from, from, from Brooklyn 99. Sean Nine-Nine. from The Good Place. Yeah. Trevor Nelson from Parks and Recreation.
0: Beautiful. Any other any other notes, Stephen? Um, I
2: have Oh, of course, I love that Anna Deaver Smith played Elaine. Love her. She's great. Uh, another great theater kind of legend uh, who's how, had some great like movie and TV success. Oh, sorry. Trigger warning for you and others, James. I know we covered it briefly. I just have the dead cat sobbing as a note. Like that was, yes. I mean, I, I understood why they included it. It felt a little unnecessary. <laughs> like it, that section could have been reduced by half the time they spend showing it. And we've been just as effective.
0: Was a lot. And then her giving the cat to the vet. I should have had my eyes closed for that too. It was a lot. It was a lot to do. So if you uh, listen to this and you plan on watching the movie, just be aware that that exists. Yeah, if you love your little cat, you might feel uncomfortable.
2: And just oh for like my own like personal shits and giggles, I do have shout out to Gloria's Swan Song.
0: Yes. But I can't remember
2: they mentioned Gloria Swanson and like yeah. one of their conversations. That's right.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I turned to you and said, Gloria Swan yeah. song. Cause that's someone we know. Oh, friend. I have,
2: I have one, one in the last scene uh, of the movie. Um, <laughs> with, like Jack and Lee's like final meeting that's shown in the movie. Um, I just put Jack's being this bitch yet again.
0: Like, Jack's like,
2: on oh. his shit. Yeah. Little did he know he was never off of his bullshit. Uh, yes I, I just love it. He was like oh, you know i moved it was really inconvenient for me i moved some meetings around for you i was just like girl sit down <laughs> have a seat
0: uh and the drama of i it just love
2: that like the whole like that last scene like there was this it like it kind of had the great subtext of like one last middle finger <laughs> like
0: i yeah because she was supposed to be in a meeting and she's at yeah. the bar but also i love that moment where she was like she just starts laughing. He's like, "What?" And she's like, "I, uh, sorry, I just had the the, the urge, urge to trip, trip you." <laughs> you know what? I <laughs> and I'm loved... like, "That was also a me moment." Because I've said, oh, so, I've i told so it. many people that I'm like, "Sorry, I just really had the urge to like push you."
2: I just love that you know, you, you know, say what you will, like, you know, oh, they were horrible people. They were, you know, such shitty, terrible, did such shitty, terrible things. I think they convey that there was a, however short their friendship may have been it seemed like there was a real true understanding of who each other was and respect for it. Um, There seemed like an unusual honesty and bond between them that they didn't usually grant many people between either of them. And I liked it that, you know, like they clearly parted for good at the end. But like, you know.
0: It was a real men love men and women love women bond. Yeah, it was nice. It was beautiful. You know, when he was like, you just make me young and beautiful in your
2: book, like, you know, and like she had that tearful, like, uh, you got it kind of agreement. Like, it was nice. It was arguably, I mean, not for her, but for him, it was arguably like the one real honest and vulnerable moment that we yeah. got to see.
0: Ah, beautiful. Can you ever forgive me? I'm for wasting my time, never. Yes, I love it. Would uh, you recommend this movie? Is there any other... I would recommend this movie. Um, You know, I I didn't
2: have an opportunity to to watch it during the last Oscars cycle um, when it was, you know, getting all the buzz and uh, nominations. But, you know, my roommate saw it and he had really recommended it. And I usually trust his His movie opinions. Um, So, yeah, no, I would definitely recommend it. I, I think especially... If you are a member of the LGBTQ community, I would say it's a it's a it's worth watching just because um, while it's not directly about our community, it does tell the story of two of our members, I think, in the movie uh, at a time when we weren't encouraged to, you know, be ourselves and look out for number one. You know, we were kind of expected to keep your head down, stay behind the scenes which they kind of were doing but in a very in a way that we haven't seen before. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. This movie I I picked it cuz it's one of those that's about a real life person who is in the queer community and
2: I have never seen this kind of queer story told before. Let me yeah. let me say that.
0: That's one of the reasons that I was like, "Yes, I kind of want to do this movie." So,
2: it's weird it's a gay movie, but it's not an inherently gay movie in the traditional sense.
0: Yeah. It's not eating out or <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Or love Simon. It's not, yes. it's not anything like and that. To it's... that
2: extent, it's not even, you know, a broke back mountain or a milk, if no. you
1: will. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there weren't any real love interests. Well,
0: the, uh, there was the I quick mean, bookseller and, yeah, and, you know, and
1: her relationship with Elaine that she,
0: yeah kept going back to that was
2: that was interesting i i was i'm i found it the the brief like kind of courtship with uh and the the quick book seller it was fascinating i think it allowed you i think it humanized lee in a lot of ways that yeah with the movie wouldn't have been able to do had they not included it so i liked yeah. it
0: and we've all had those awkward moments i would recommend it absolutely. my whole, I- whole life <laughs> I would also recommend it. It's it's a good movie. That's and this is a movie that I haven't seen before. So nice. First time watcher.
2: Same here. And I would recommend it.
0: Yeah. So it was good. And it's about a real life queer person who is no longer with us. Yeah. But who did crime.
2: And, you know, isn't that true progress where queer people get to be filthy criminals like the rest of them?
0: That isn't criminalized just for their queerness, but yeah. it's criminalized for actual criminal and like, behavior.
2: And like it isn't a sex-related crime. Yes. Ah, <laughs>
0: like. uh, beautiful, love it, scam it. <laughs>
2: this movie's gay.
0: This movie's gay. This movie's gay. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. And the final, I guess, did anyone have any final thoughts about I do it? Not. anything like that? You don't have to. You I can mean, say I'm, no. I'm
2: excited for the sequel.
0: <laughs> uh it's called can you ever forgive me again <laughs> subtitles be gay do crime <laughs> um <laughs> i'm just gonna get that tattooed
2: on my at my chest <laughs> can you ever forgive me again colon be gay and do
0: crimes yes so uh yeah, really recommend it. And uh, I guess, uh, do you have any plugs or anything you want to talk about, Stephen? Um, you know, um,
2: uh, I would just kind of plug, you know, shout out uh, one of my favorite uh, Chicago area theater theater companies, Salpax Theater Collective, what? is currently doing a production of Macbeth, which I had the opportunity what? to see not but two days ago and it was really great it's a 95 minute production which i'm sure a lot of people are like the story of Macbeth in 95 minutes it can be done people you get everything you need to from it without all that boring filler
0: yeah and there's when this comes out there will be one more weekend left so go and get your tickets get
2: them tickets
0: theater collective Sawbox That's our website.
2: You can also get tickets on brown paper tickets and hot correct?
0: Yes, brown paper tickets and hot mm. uh, It's at the edge off Shameless Broadway. Bug. Shameless plug. I've been plugging away the podcast on my theater company's Instagram and stuff as well. So oh, I've seen. So y'all should uh check that out too. And always Critical
2: integration.
0: <laughs> as always, follow us on Twitter at this movie's gay and you know follow sawbox theater collective as well and yeah those are those are my plugs i you can't you have one more else. my last plug is just the same Macbeth. see me in it it uh, is one last weekend I hey think guys
2: something about the other podcast maybe
1: no follow corwin I'm, on twitter and me. instagram oh, yeah, at, at Corwin. Corwinning. that's his name with ing Hey guys, I've plugged the other ones. Listen to my weekly podcast, Hit It and Crit It, Mostly Speak in Sentai, What the Hell Mouth. You can find information about that either by searching them wherever you're listening to this at or by going to MLMPod.com or go there. You're already there. Listen to my rap musics under the rap alias Marshland Monster. You can download all seven of my CDs for absolutely free. That's all I've got. And special thanks to Stephen for joining yeah. us last on, minute. Thank you, for, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Of course. It's been
2: a gay blast. Yes. Yeah. Wait,
1: one quick thing. We're hawking CBD oil. There's links in the description for real. Hawking it. Uh, man, I'm waiting on you uh, July January 1st, January 1st 2020, 2020 for that Chicago. THC. Ooh. It's going to be illegal like here.
2: I'm speaking of, I need to run home and uh, hit that ball again.
1: <laughs> oh! All right, guys. I've been James. Do I've, we do that? Or do yeah. we just say bye? Okay, yeah, I've been James. I've been Corwin. Bye. I'm Stephen, and we'll continue to be.
0: Yay.
1: Bye. 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 I'm doing a quick one. Bye-bye. Bye. Wait, she's Russian?
2: Melania?
0: Yes. She's Eastern <laughs> European of some kind. Whoa. Uh... All right, today. What? No, we'll we need do, to. We'll do the intro okay, in a second. Okay. I thought you um, were like, <laughs>
1: "Okay, this is the intro." <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's you today. I know. I was going to do it, and then you start talking.
2: You guys can edit around this, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh
1: no, I don't know how to edit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know that was the joke, Ron. You
1: can take this out in editing, right? I, Jesus.